0: Entrepreneurship is great, but can also seem overwhelming. Wouldn't you like to know the pros, opportunities, and problems with different business and investment strategies before you jump in? Well then, welcome to Entrepreneurship Exposed. What's everybody? We are here again for another episode of Entrepreneurship Exposed. I'm your guy Bees, business builder Bees, business buyer Bees, and so much more. We have another great episode here, another great episode, another great guest, another good friend of mine as well. And I like this conversation even more than probably the last one, only because we get to do the comparison between real estate and buying businesses, right? So Welcome, my guest, my guy, my brother, Perdue, Coach Carter. What's good, bro? How you doing? What's going on, man? How you doing, sir? I'm great, man. I'm great, bro. I'm always yeah. smiling. I'm always happy. I'm always excited, bro. And I'm excited for this conversation with you, man. Me as well, man. I'm
1: glad you invited me to this platform. I'm ready to hear some of the similarities and I'm ready to share all the knowledge I got
0: for you. There we go. There we go. So before we even get started, before you introduce yourself and tell the people who you are and what you do, right? What I want to mention is I always tell people that there are three ways to create wealth in this world. One, real estate. That's time tested, tried and true, right? Some of the most wealthy people has been building up a huge real estate portfolio. Two, the financial markets, right? That's your stock market. That's your Forex. That's your crypto now. And you know, all of those type of things. Three, owning a business, right? Now, whether you want to build it or you want to buy it, that's up to you. But owning the business is definitely going to help you to create wealth. So today we are talking about the first one, which is real estate. So coach, please introduce yourself and explain what you do, who you are. Listen, man,
1: my name is Padua Carter, a.k.a. Coach the Closer. I don't complain. I close is what I do, right? But um, I've been in real estate for 21 years now, and I do everything real estate. I own a brokerage with about 90 real estate brokers who I train how to get in the business. I also Mm -hmm. run a Fix and Flip program called Flipping with a Purpose where I teach everyday people how to flip real estate and make $50,000 in 4 to 6 months and I also help people build their real estate portfolio by buying commercial
0: property and mm. collecting mailbox money. So that's it. Bro, bro. So that I think you just hit the first part that I want to talk about, right? Mm. I'm not going to lie. Now One of my mentors in 2019 and 2020, 2018 through 2020 was Grant Cardone. right? And I learned a lot from real estate from him, but he still left me very confused in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that didn't really confuse me, but he said to me one time, he's like, Bees, you're doing great. You got these businesses, you're making good money. Why are you trying to do real estate? I was like, what do you mean? Why am I trying to do real estate? I'm in your program to learn about it. You, t- you trying to like deter me sure. from it. But he said, well, don't get into real estate if you don't want to be a landlord. And then as he started explaining, I was like, nah, I don't want to be a landlord. He was like, well, then if you're going to get into real estate, you need to go all the way in and get like complexes, Yeah. Because if it's too small, you can't get a management company to manage it for you. But if you go big in, now you're getting good cash flow. Then you could do your 1031 exchanges to keep growing it. And that's your path to a billion dollars, right? And you have a management company, so you're not working in the, the business of real estate. It becomes a business overall. Right. So you mentioned already a couple of different paths, a couple of different strategies. You mentioned commercial real estate, you mentioned flipping. And there's so many others. What made you choose those two in particular? Well,
1: so flipping to me, it's a great way to build capital, right? If you don't, because it's great to say, "I want a big building and this commercial property." Well, you know what? When you doing when you doing residential real estate, you know, when you are buying a house for yourself, you only need three to five percent down, right? Mm. Uh, most people who could come up with that. Now you're yeah. talking about buying big complexes. How much you think a big complex cost? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Two million, premium, right? Mm-hmm. And when you buy anything over four units, you need 20% down. The bank is going to give you all the money because you won't be an investor then. You just, uh, right? They want you to have an investment as well. They want you to have skin in the game. So they'll give you 75, right? So you got to come up with 20% of $2 million. Now, that's mm. about $400,000. If you just don't have that land around, you can flip properties until you get the
0: 400,000 because you to save love- that up for your, on your job. I love that. I love that. And that leads right into what the name of your program is. Flipping with a purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> because what you, you have do. a specific purpose. Maybe your goal is to get to the the yeah. large yeah. commercial real estate. So your purpose is flipping just to get that capital for the down payment for yeah. the large the real fa- e- flipping is the fastest
1: return on your investment in real estate. Also wholesaling. You can put together the deals and wholesale them and get money fast. But flipping, you're in control more. Explain, explain the wholesale a little
0: bit more. I know what it is, but I want to make yeah. sure that- Yeah,
1: for sure. For everybody listening, wholesaling, you can find a deal, right? You found the property. Just say your cousin selling the property, they told you about it before they told anybody else about it. Property, 100,000. You look into it, but the property worth 150,000. You could go ahead and put that property under contract from a, for 100,000, and then you can assign your contract to someone else, or sell them your position in a contract for a hundred and twenty-five thousand. So, since you only owe a hundred, they close the deal right as soon as they close, mm-hmm. just for finding a deal. So that's basically wholesaling. So you could build up capital uh, from wholesaling a property, but you're dependent on somebody else to close the deal. When you flipping, you you have a little more control because it's in your name. You doing the work, but yeah, they both good for building capital to buy per- properties that you're gonna buy and hold. Because Damn. you know flipping is a job. You got to keep finding a new property, fix it, boom. But you can have that building sitting there. Once you get the management company, it's really more passive income, and that's why they call it mailbox money. If you got you said a key thing about getting a big portfolio. When you get small properties. You can get a management company for 10 units, but what kind of management company is it, right? Mm. That people, think, people think you could just get a management company. 70% of the management companies are trash, right? Yeah. They slow, they take more clients than they really can handle yeah. uh, because they're trying to get the, Little the management percentage. So they collect as many properties as they can. They not mm. managing it correctly. They not evicting people fast enough. They not turning you your rent fast enough. But when you get up there in the big units, you got the best of the best management companies. So you got people who fully staffed, have enough people to take care of all the properties they have. So things go a lot smoother
0: uh when you get up there in them big units. Got you, got you. So uh, first interject real quick. For everybody watching, all the audience, everybody listening, uh, for the future recording and all, if you hear any slight hiccups on the, the audio, is it buffering or anything? Please, uh, you know, bear with us on this. I think the, the platform we're using is having some issues because I hear a little bit of buffering. So please excuse that for everybody. Right. Now, I, I love how you got into what is passive versus what is not. Right. And I love how you got into wholesaling. Because when I talk to people about how you can buy a business, and you could buy a business for no money out of your pocket, most people immediately think, oh, because of credit, right? I mean, sure, you could use credit to help, but you don't need credit. It's how you structure mm-hmm. the deal. Then they say, oh, but you got to have a lot of money to do this, right? Yeah, you could use money if you have it, but you don't need it. It's mm-hmm. how you structure the deal. And I it a lot to the real estate industry right? Because we even have a a technique that I teach in the Business Builders Institute, which is called flipping businesses, right? And the way that I do it is basically kind of like a wholesale method, you know? So there's these things called private equity firms and the private equity firm, they'll tell you what they want to acquire. Here's my acquisition criteria. Our private equity firm, we acquire companies of this size with this many employees. Then I teach how to find those target companies that those private equity firms acquire, that they tell you, hey, here's my acquisition criteria. Now you got two options. The private equity firm will say, oh, put an agreement in place with you. So anything that you bring to us, you get a fee, right? It's just a flat fee. Or since I'm teaching how to acquire the business anyway, you could find it, acquire it first, and then sell it to the private equity firm. This is very similar to uh, uh, wholesaling on the real estate because you already got the buyer lined up They tell you what they want. I teach you how to find exactly what they want. I actually teach you how to get it to come to you. That's a whole different discussion. And then you just literally are the middleman in between and you can flip a whole business. And I believe it'll be a higher return than it would be on flipping property. Well, change my mind for that. You know what? I'm
1: not going to argue. Now, I I never flipped a business, but I can tell you I was going to become a business broker because selling a business... Just as a not, not as an investor, but just as the broker, you mm-hmm. make more for selling businesses than real estate. So, it, the average real estate commission is about six percent. Business broker deals start at 10 percent, they pay 10 they, to 12 percent of the purchase right. so of the price. So, I can believe it's more money in that business because of the they pay more. <laughs>
0: yep, yep, yep. And I think I told you about a deal, I mentioned it on uh episode also, but I think I told you about it at one point, and this was. I'm not going to say what industry it is, but it was a $12 million deal. 4.5 of it is the real estate attached to the business, which is a 22,000 square foot property, and then 7.5 is the business value itself. Yep. And they're grossing 9 million, selling for 7.5 million, and their net profit is something like close to 2 million, mm-hmm. right? Now, the broker is going to get 10 or more percent of 12 million from that sale. Yep. And we literally only did three to five meetings before getting under the LOI, starting due diligence until it's going to be completed. So yeah, I could imagine being a broker, you're getting all that money for quick process. And because the value of the business is so much higher and the percentage you're getting, I could understand why anybody want to be a business broker for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's not a lot of them. It's not an oversaturated business. So like a real estate broker. How many business brokers do you know personally that's sitting around? Like You don't hear a lot that's of true. people tell you they're a business
0: broker, but you know you know, 17 real estate agents. Yeah, it's true. First, it's true. Right. And, and I believe that that's because people see everybody buying real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they never did it themselves, yeah, they see other people doing it. So even though it's a little scary, well, I know a bunch of people doing it, so I, I'm not that scared I could make it happen. Mm-hmm. But nobody sees people buying businesses right? And there's more businesses for sale than people even realize. And there's a huge wealth transfer that's about to happen where there's like 50 million baby boomers in this country and like 12.5 million of them have businesses and all of them are retiring this decade, right? So there's this huge opportunity to buy those businesses because usually they don't even know that they can sell it. They just shut it down. Try to pass it to their kids and maybe their kids don't want it. Does that happen a lot in real estate? Just a little, but I'm assuming you're saying
1: in real estate, do people try to pass the real estate down to their kids? So yes, in real estate, people will pass the properties to their kid or they'll sell it. Like you said, Selling real estate is just more common. People heard of it. People don't know they can sell a business. People don't know they can buy a business. People don't know that business transactions happen every day, 20 times a day. You're not in, you know, it's kind of its own world. You got to be in the mix to know about it. The people who know about it, know about it, right? They like, you didn't know. These people bought this these, like, no, we didn't know. I didn't even know they switched ownership. But still got the same name.
0: They still, I, I have no idea who the owner is. Exactly, exactly. So there's more similarities right there. I love that. Now, now tell me, are you going to, I know you're doing commercial real estate, but are you doing like commercial real estate development as well? Personally, no,
1: but I'm familiar. And we go into that where we don't start developing communities. I just had a meeting a few months ago with a guy who got up. A lot of plots of land in Chicago. Mm. And we are discussing making, you know, a community of
0: townhouses and three flats with grocery stores and shopping mm. centers for that community. I love that. I love that. Uh, Miss T. Mack, that's actually Granny T. That's one of my students in the BBI. Okay. She, she just said, it's like when you buy a car, then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Is it true? Yeah. A lot of people that I know that they didn't know anything about buying businesses, but then they're like, Now, since they come into my program, they're like, oh, wait a minute, this person's buying businesses. Oh, wait a minute. We we just talked about this yesterday, how Jay-Z, Jay-Z's a billionaire, right? That's his net worth, over a billion. And 56% or something like that of his net worth is from different acquisitions that he did, like title and and other things that he bought, he acquired, rather than, hey, I just built up my Rockefeller or whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you see it more now. It's just, now it's just a matter of people realizing that even the average person could do it as long as they get the information and the right mindset, right? And and it's the same thing with real estate. It's building out blocks, building out communities. It sounds crazy. It's like, wow, I can't do that. But no, it's, it's easy if you have the information, the mindset, and then you just have to have that path to get to it. So here's a perfect path. Start with flipping, build up some revenue, then use that for... What would you say next? Maybe a multifamily before, yep, yep. Going commercial, before going to commercial?
1: No, I look, anything over four units is commercial. So I think you need to hop right to it. You can start with a six unit, you know, 20% down. You'll have that after your first flip or maybe do two flips so you can have that and some money in your pocket. Yeah, no, I think you could. I think you could go six units, man, because when you start, you do a two unit right and the rent. 1500 each unit you get getting three thousand dollars got to pay a mortgage like real you know sometimes mm-hmm. that extra thousand dollar net you know what i mean yeah. uh, so i would hop into six because now i can have six rentals instead of two being a landlord while you building your portfolio to have a professional management company take over true true so on average how much can you make per flip and what markets do you do it in so You can flip in any market, but I have a technique I've been using that's worked for me. I never lost money on a flip in 20 years. Mm -hmm. So I usually work in communities that's on the rise, urban communities, communities that's not already fully developed and successful in great neighborhoods, but they come in there. That means Mm -hmm. the property value is rising. Some properties well, I estimated to make a certain amount, but the four months I was fixing it, it went up fifty thousand more than I was expecting because the community's growing so fast. Because there's a lot of renovations going on, gentrification, different things, you know. So yeah. I go into properties that have the potential to be great, but not great already. And on an average flip, I make fifty to eighty thousand dollars.
0: Ooh, there we go, there we go. And uh, again, similar approach. Right. You can acquire any type of business. I just met somebody recently that he's a bankruptcy consultant, not a lawyer, but a bankruptcy consultant. He shows you how to acquire businesses that go, that are going through bankruptcy and how a specific way to leave the debt behind so that you can assume the assets. Right. And it's similar here. Like you could, you could do it at any path, but I prefer motivated mm-hmm. sellers and I prefer businesses that are a certain size, smaller. Right. That has a lot of, inefficiencies that I could get in and just make a couple of changes and it increases the value astronomically, then I can flip it and sell it later on to for a higher multiple. See this is very similar because when you said have some deficiencies. We
1: call that value add in real estate. We want a property <laughs> where it's not all the way fixed up, right? Mm-hmm. We could do a few things, make it nicer and raise the rent right you mm. don't want a property with like if you buy a business with no deficiencies, I'm sure it's cost more because everything Mm -hmm. runs. It's like buying a total rehab property. Nothing to Mm -hmm. do in 30 years. You're going to pay the value of it. But when you find something where you can do a few things and add value, the property might look tore up, but we only have to put $5,000 in it. And now it's worth a lot more. So it's Mm -hmm. very
0: similar. True that. Okay. So then tell me this one now. In the approach that I teach, I encourage the mindset shift of You don't have to own 100% of the business, right? So I may, Fatima right there said, put some splash in the property. That's your that's your trademark, right? (laughs) That's splash, right? Um, So you don't have to acquire 100% of the business, right? Instead, I have multiple investments, businesses that are investments that I may only own 30%, 40, 50, 60%. And why? Because I brought other people in, gave them some equity so that they have vested interest in the success of the business and they're operating in it. I'm not operating in it. I don't want to be the CEO, right? Mm-hmm. So how does that relate to real estate where you're going to go in? Do you go in and partnerships? Do you have to do the work yourself? Can you be kind of passive out of it? Maybe a partner who is more the, I guess, G, G, GP versus the LP, general um, partner versus the limited partner, and they do the work so that you can be in an investment that you're just going to get revenue from? Does that work the same way and in- Really? Uh, so yeah, that works
1: and uh and definitely flipping. You know, we call them JVs, joint ventures. Some of the joint venture partners just putting money up, right? And some of them putting less money, but they doing all the legwork. And even I, I created a program where we do the work for you, and you you put the money up and we do the work for you, and you just get the return at the end. But also People got buy and hold partnerships the same way where somebody might put money up, somebody, they hire a management company, but they manage the rehab while it's getting rehab and give a report. Yeah, that happens all the time uh, because you partner up with people in different states who don't even live in the state the property's in and you'll have somebody in that state do the legwork, but you're still an investor and you're still getting a percentage of the
0: revenue. Okay, okay. See, I love this. It's exactly the same. I love this. These are my, honestly, my two favorite uh, investment vehicles. You know, buying yeah. businesses and real estate. I got to get better on the real estate side. Listen, you know, that's why I got you. I got to
1: get better on the buying businesses, right? And that's that's why I mean. The important thing that real estate been around forever. So many millionaires was created for real estate. I always say this. Listen, I feel comfortable because it's one thing I know. That having a roof over your head is never going out of style. It's never going to be played out to have shelter. Like, oh, you know what? That's oh, nobody wants shelter anymore. Nobody wants heat for their kids. That's never going out of style. (laughs) I tell people a lot of things went out of style. I got a whole CD collection in alphabetical order, (laughs) and my car don't even have a CD player in it. So, out of style. But
0: having a roof over your head never going out of style. So you you know what? That reminds me of something that I, I said in one of my recent reels that I was recording. I don't teach plays. No offense to, you know, yeah. quite a few yeah. friends that you I have. Run plays. <laughs> we, we, don't, we ain't running no play. We, we teaching sustainable strategies. This right. ain't because plays get played out. Right. Well, we I teach it. Learn the plays that you can't run them no more. <laughs> exactly. Right. Real estate ain't going nowhere. Right. Buying businesses ain't going nowhere. Warren Buffett buys business. Most people know Warren Buffett because of the stock market yeah. and, and the stocks that he picked. But somebody asked him a, a few months ago, he was like, if you lost all your money, all your wealth and had to start from scratch, what would you do? He said, oh, no, no doubt about, no doubt about it. I'd buy businesses. And he'd do the smaller businesses with the inefficiencies that people are overlooking so that he could scale them and sell them for a higher multiple. And he's like, if I can't buy the whole business, then I at least got to get a piece of it, which is the stock. But he prefers buying the whole business. And that's what Berkshire Hathaway does, buy whole businesses. So we're teaching actual strategies and not running plays because we know that this is the way to continue getting things done. Yeah.
1: Everybody know Warren Buffett. And I even he, he even bought big businesses that's doing well. Like, I, then he bought Coca-Cola and only had a penny to the price. <laughs> right? Well, now I think it's a nickel. But they said he started off with one penny for each soda. And he made mm. hundreds of millions in the first year just by adding a penny to the price.
0: That's crazy. But yeah, that's-, that's, that's the- I can do that math, man. You you know, that's mm. a- chance. It's like real estate. You have the 1031 exchange, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, for those who don't know, 1031 exchange, you own one piece of property, you IRS tax vehicle yeah. is, is a tax thing that allows you to not have to pay capital gains on the sale of this real estate. Instead, as long as you use the sale of this real estate to buy another piece of real estate of equal or bigger value size, then you could just roll it up and defer the taxes. All right. And I remember people were a little bit nervous When, you know, administrations change in politics, they're like, oh, is that gonna be, are they gonna get rid of that? No, they ain't gonna get rid of that. The wealthy would never let them get rid of that. That's (laughs) one of their their tricks that they use. It's the same thing in buying businesses. What I do is I teach and execute on LBOs, leveraged buyouts. And that's how I'm able to buy a business using the business itself to pay for me to buy the business. And most people is like, wow, that's genius bees. How'd you come up with that? I didn't come up with it. That's been there for years, for decades, for centuries. It really got popular in the 1980s, but it ain't going nowhere. Sustainable strategy. That's what we got to keep teaching and keep executing. Sure. My brother, we got to get into a segment that I call pop because that's really what this is about. That's what entrepreneurship exposed is about. We talk about the industry, but we want to pop the misconceptions of that industry. Right, So POP is the pros of flipping real estate and real estate in general, the opportunities that you know exist and that are coming up that's going to make this an amazing thing to get into, and the problems that people need to to watch out for before they get into it. So go ahead and lead the way, and let's POP the real estate industry. All right. So what are we going to do? Focus on the flip part of the real estate industry? Yeah, then we can do the flip. We can do the flip.
1: So pros of flipping. All right pros of flipping is you get the fastest return on your investment, right? So you can buy a property, fix it up, sell it, make money in four to six months, 50,000, 80,000, 100,000. So Mm -hmm. in a half a year, you can get 100,000 on top of what you're already doing, right? Mm -hmm. Another pro is you improving communities, right? We take the worst looking property in the neighborhood and turn into the best looking property. So mm-hmm. now it's not an eyesore on the neighborhood. The boards come off the window. Nobody hanging on the porch. A lot of people, when I flip properties, I always have to have a roofer, a plumber, a contractor, you know. All right. So, and then I love to provide affordable housing for the nice family to the property once I finish it by keeping them at affordable prices. And I'm selling a new family, a nice, new quality property. So those and some pros of flipping.
0: Love it, love it, love it. And now the
1: opportunities that exist that are coming up. So right now, interest rates have risen, stock market, a lot of businesses is down 50, 60% right now. So real mm-hmm. estate, they predict that real estate going to go down a little bit, right? Some people be like, oh, man, that's bad. Right? guess what? That means you get to pick up property for a cheaper, affordable price than you ever got Mm -hmm. before. So it's more millionaires created when real estate go down because they pick them up and then they get to sell them when real estate go back up. Because it always goes back up. up. It always goes back up. (laughs) Right Right now it's at its highest ever. So every neighborhood, every urban community... That was once horrible. People like, you live over there? You can't even buy property in those neighborhoods for under (laughs) 200000 right? So Mm. right now, everything's at an all-time high. It's going to come down, and it's going to go back up. So it's an opportunity for you to grab properties for
0: cheap when the market go down. There we go. I love that one. That's the way that people got to shift their mindset. Stop looking at what's happening this moment, but look at what's coming. Like, oh, you know it's crashing. Oh, man, it's crashing. Let me stay away from real estate. Nah, no. Stop preparing for that. Ooh, can't wait for the
1: crash.
0: I can't wait for the crash. I'm going to pick up 20 of them. There you go. <laughs> At a price I was doing two of them, I'm going to get 20. It's true. It's yeah. true, bro. Okay. Okay. So now the problems. What do people have to look out for in the flipping industry?
1: So in the flipping industry, the number one thing is you, you got to have a good accountant so you can Save on taxes, some of the strategy you was using. Because when you're flipping properties, you're making lump sums. Boom, you just got 50000 Normally, they want 40% of that, right? So you got to come up with strategies, have a good accountant, so they can lessen your tax load. And this, mm-hmm. this accountants out there that do a very good job, and it's different strategies. Also, things that happen, contractors, when you flipping You got to have a good contractor because a contractor can mess your project up. If they don't do a good job on the rehab, you're going to be in big trouble trying to sell it at the end. So you got to have an affordable, I mean a reliable contractor, people who are not going to run off with your money. For some reason in this field, you get a lot of people who do some shady things in the contracting world. So Mm -hmm. having a good contractor and uh, really avoid paying big tax gains on that fast money you're making those are some of the problems and flipping that you need to watch out for do you utilize a trust
0: in your in your uh,
1: so when i do flips i have not been utilizing trust but i heard it's something i'm planning on doing in the future future for sure and i know a lot of different strategies of just being able to sell the whole trust. after uh, When you sell when you sell the whole trust instead of the property, the person who buy it get to keep your seasoning. What that's called, seasoning is how in certain situations you can't sell a property to FHA and certain things until 90 days or six months pass. Mm. When you pass it over in the trust. So if somebody sold me the trust, I could sell it right away because I get the time that they own the property as well. So I could fix it up in two weeks and sell it to FHA because... It still got the time they owned it. And I took over that. I love that. I love that All the protections. We're not talking about the legal protections that come along with it, yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, I
0: was I was more thinking of the financial protection, legal protection, but you <laughs> just gave a whole nother aspect to it, so that's what's up. Let's answer a quick question that I see in the audience. What process do you use to find dependable contractors? Okay, so I've been doing it for 21 years, so I, I learned
1: how to vet contractors. One of the strategies really is to go to a proper project that they're currently working on, not pictures. Physically, they at that job site working. You go check out the work. You get referrals from people who they worked for in the past. And yeah, that's how you do it. You got to really put
0: some legwork in Asking questions and seeing work that they actually does. Got it. Got it. Okay, that's what's up. And once you do that, you know, yeah. <laughs> the rest <Yeah>. is easy. You got you a good contracting crew. Oh, that makes your life
1: a lot easier. And I was able, you know, I have about you know eight great teams right now, but it took a while to get there. Okay. Okay. So you know, I got to ask you this. Like nightmares.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got to ask you this. I ask all the guests that come on. When will you first? When, first of all, will you and when purchase your first business?
1: When will I purchase my first business? Yes, sir. As soon as me and you have this conversation, and you <laughs> and I get more information, uh, I'm ready to purchase my first business. Now I know a little bit about the process because I. T- I've been to a few meetings, people wanting to buy my real estate business. So I Mm -hmm. got to learn a little bit about the process. I got a few, uh, you know, emails and contracts. So I know a little bit. I want to learn more about, because all my business I built from scratch. And, you know, I would rather much buy something that's a little more established because it takes a lot of energy and effort, man. Those first few years, not easy. When you get past, great,
0: but yeah. Most businesses are gone. Over 80% are gone in the first five years. Yeah. Right? yeah. Less than two percent even ever make it to one million dollars in revenue. See? So, so when I buy a business, I'm looking for something that's at least five to ten years old and already been doing millions. See now no. already it already broke that deep the Right. Exactly. Right. And then most people talk about, oh well. I gotta build business credit. No, well, if I bought a ten-year-old, twenty-year-old company with tax returns that's doing a couple million in gross and and good in their net profit, it got business credit. It got corporate. Credit. So now, what, what you saying is exactly
1: the same thing of buying a property and trust. So this property is already established, like that business is already established, because they look there for they look for ownership. So and so we got, got you know they don't really like to see. You you buy this property and you just made $200,000 in two months. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, yeah. But if you owned it for two years, they're like, oh, okay. You deserve the 200000
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I see a couple of messages saying that we need you to join the BBI and the roundtable so that you could uh, uh, start buying some businesses. I'm oh, in. <laughs> There we go. go. Coach is going to be a member of the BBI, baby. Let's go. Uh, One last question I see here. Um, How long does a flip usually take?
1: We'll say right now about five to seven months to completely
0: do a rehab and get it sold and have the check in your hand. Five to seven months. but. Because the market is how it is, like, would it be less time in the past, or yeah,
1: yeah, I used to, I used to promote four to six months heavy, four months, I used to finish them all, but I give an extra extra time just in case the per the permits been taking longer ever since corona, since COVID came, pretty's taking, they slower with
0: getting you the paperwork, basically. True, true, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, so now we got to wrap it up with the most important thing. And, I, and I'm pretty sure we spoke about this at one point too, but I got to ask you again, ask you on the podcast. I have a challenge that is executing in this decade. It's called the Trillion Dollar Table Challenge, right? The Trillion Dollar Table Challenge means that I want to be, at by the end of this decade, I'm going to be in a room at a table with other people that look like me. And we have a trillion dollars AUM, Assets Under Management. Now, I already told people at the beginning of this uh, episode that there's three ways to create wealth, real estate, financial markets, and uh, owning businesses. Perdor, Coach Carter, Coach the Closer, will you be at that trillion-dollar table, and what method would you take to get there? Yes. I will be at the
1: trillion-dollar table for sure.
0: There we Uh, go.
1: And the methods I would take... um, the two we're talking about right now buying real estate portfolios and buying businesses. So, to portfolios. me, those are the business portfolios. You, so have, portfolios
0: a portfolio. you have them See, real,
1: the management. Real estate and and buying businesses are so similar. And mm-hmm. some businesses got real estate that come with it, right? So, mm-hmm. even when somebody was talking about buying my brokerage, the real estate I own, I own a, a brick and mortar with the businesses. So that had to be incorporated. To, so the praise value of that building comes into play as well because they get in the facility as well. So mm. real estate and buying businesses are so similar, but the businesses could grow. It's no cap on how how much a business could grow. Real estate don't grow mm. as fast as businesses can grow. Right? Equity, a property not going to go from 100000 to $1 million in two years. Mm. Right? Properties do grow, but it's at a yeah, $50,000, 100000 A yeah. business, you could literally take it and grow it millions in a year. There's yeah. no, no limit. So that's what I like about businesses. So I'm 100% for sure getting into uh, buying businesses. I just need to learn more about how to not to be involved in them because I've been involved in every business. So yeah,
0: And that's the key. That's the key. I, I don't, don't want buy to be involved. To I don't do. want to be- we don't want to be the CEO or nothing. We just want the asset under management and yeah. when we acquire it, we want to make sure it has enough revenue in it to hire a CEO to put professional management in place just like getting property that you could put a management company in place. So you need the right type of property yep. to do that. you need the right type of business that has enough cash flow to hire that CEO yeah. to and, like, and we want a property with equity. So we can refinance
1: and pull our money back out. We want a business with the ability to bring us funds, loans. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. So I love business where I can just transfer knowledge that I already have from one industry to another. Uh, So we're going to be talking, man, heavy. uh, So I can get,
0: get this thing going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, last question, and then we wrap it up. I see. I uh, respect my game and said, "Do you teach people how to fix and flip, Coach?" So, explain how people could find you. Explain about your program one more time, and so that and how they could reach you for it. All right. So, I actually sent
1: your team a link beads for all your people to have a they own link through the program through the expose. So b's got a link he gonna post but in the in the
0: summary below for sure
1: so in the summary below that's how they could uh find out about the program uh, that's the best way for them to go to your link so i can know your people so they could get top of the line attention but my program is called flipping with a purpose and we teach people step by step how to flip properties 20 years of experience it's a video uh part of part of the program is the video with 32 videos, me teaching you everything I learned over the last 21 years. I'm in the mm-hmm. stores telling you what stores to go to, the whole shebang. But what we have with the program is really like a real estate university. Every other Wednesday, we have trainings. We have professionals on there. Tax accounts teach you how to save money for the flips. We have designers come on to teach you how to design. Uh, we have... Just every other Wednesday, we train you how to do it. We even teach you how to find off-market property. So you mm-hmm. can wholesale yourself. And that just come with the program. Flippingwithapurpose.com. Look, your, your team. Your team called, <laughs> 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 So you can go to Flippingwithapurpose.com and learn more about the program. But when you sign up, you want to sign up through the uh, Entrepreneur Exposed
0: link because you
1: get special privileges going through that link.
0: Appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you. Listen, man, as always, it's a great conversation with you. It's always uh, uh, you know challenging, challenging each other on different things, teaching mm-hmm. each other different things and, and pushing for us to, to achieve more and to help more people. So yeah. I really appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing for the culture, for our people. I appreciate your initiative in making things happen, and I appreciate that you will be at the trillion-dollar oh, table. With I'm at the trillion-dollar table. Yes, <laughs> sir. yes, sir.
1: Hey, I, look, you you got the uh, the trillion. That's a word you don't hear people talk about a lot. I hear billions and millions a lot. Mm-hmm. You done stepped it up to the trillions.
0: That's right. That's but right. Because we can't we can't think that anything is below us, right? That's Nothing true. is not, nothing's above us. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. It, it it is um. Uh, One of my favorite sayings I tell people, dream big or dream bigger, right? There's, I I got that from when people would say, go hard or go home. And then I was Mm -hmm. like, nah, it's go hard or go harder. I'm going to go home. So then I changed it to dream big or dream bigger because when you hear a trillion dollar table, you're like, oh, that's crazy. We can't make a trillion dollars. What? Hold my beer. (laughs) Because I'm going to get... A billion dollars, and I'm gonna show others how to get to a billion dollars so we could get a room of people right. that have a, a you know a trillion dollars collectively assets under management. That's not a trillion dollars right. cash in my pocket, right? That's a trillion dollar assets under management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, let's go, I'm man.
1: For having me.
0: Thank you very much for being on here. Thank you for another episode of Entrepreneurship Exposed, where today we expose the real estate flipping industry with my guy, Perdue, Coach Carter. Make sure y'all like and subscribe and turn on that notification bell and follow us on all streaming platforms where we continue to expose the entrepreneurship world. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Much love, my brother. Yes, sir. Take care.